Hello friends. So today's episode of Luxury and Karma is about one, maybe the first particular moment that I really started going downhill in terms of my jadedness. I've always been kind of jaded, obviously. I feel like anyone in New York is just kind of jaded and you come here because you kind of blend into everyone else's jadedness. So if you live here and you love New York, that's the reason. But this was my first crucial moment. I've been here for months, actually years before this. Um, I came back and I studied finance at one of the colleges here in New York. And I dated guys during that time, even for like three, four months. But I feel like when you're in college, it doesn't really count. Like you don't really get jaded. You're just like kind of busy studying. It's whatever. Like, you know, it's not something serious like that. So when I graduated college, I started working for a New York City tech startup because that's just what you do out here in New York. Um, or you're just like going into investment banking. But like, yeah, I went to a New York City tech startup. That's what I was interested in. Um, and then I started downloading these like dating apps. I'm like, let me, you know, start looking for some guys to date. Um, so I met this guy and it's just like, you know, with these dating apps, you'll meet hundreds of guys all the time and you'll talk to them and you have such a fast turnaround, but there's like two or three that you continue to talk to. And I don't know if it's either the conversation or it's because like they're cute, successful, or like, you know, a bunch of things that like keep you kind of talking to someone, even if you don't like meet them right away. So this guy I ended up talking to for months. But not like every day like we would talk here and there but like i kept in contact with him because he was not even full bosnian i think he had like a quarter or like 0.2 percent bosnian in him so i was like oh there's some kind of religious similarity so it could work out or whatever um so me and my friends would always just call him the bosnian because of that but he was just like a white guy his dad was from australia he was like typical white man whatever so we actually met up and like the first date was very like he pulled out all the stops it was like now i can see them before they even come and at that point it was like my first date with this guy and it was just like he pulled out all the stops and i got experience into like new things which i'll go into actually let me just go into it so he's like this is the first thing he was like okay so like come over to me first it was just like he was always busy and he was like very vague as to what he did and why he was always busy so it was just like okay let's meet and it was like 10 p.m i was like okay i'm free in new york 10 p.m is like a decent time to meet someone because you're always like busy then you go out with your friends so anyway it wasn't like oh let's go over like meet this guy and go over to his place it was like okay we'll go out like you know grab some light bites or whatever at 10 p.m hang out till like 11 12 and i'll go home first thing it's like we've been texting and like you know why would you tell me he told me to come over to his place like not upstairs but he's like come and then tell the doorman that you're here and then i'll come down so i was like in my head i'm like dude what the fuck like we're texting why can't i just text you that i'm downstairs or like when my uber pulls up i'll be like i'm two seconds away like that's when you come downstairs but he wanted me to know that he lives in this doorman like concierge building and wanted me to see his what building he was living in so that was like number one then he comes in he was good looking he was like a cute guy he had like muscles he was wearing one of those like shirts that show off his muscles and he had like a very deep like very deep voice almost a little too deep where i was kind of like turned off i'm like damn can you just like tone it down a little bit but it was like yeah still very masculine guy that you would want it's like very and he was like such a gentleman like opening doors and blah 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 like just really pulled out all the stops so i was like oh my god i'm in love like 
we were walking down like looking for a place to eat and I was like oh there's Dunkin Donuts is open he was just like how would I ever tell our kids that I like took their mom to Dunkin Donuts for our first date like so he was even talking about kids but he was joking around and like blah 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 and like we ended up finding one like Martha's Bakery and he took me there and he ordered like a healthy smoothie I of course ordered a chocolate mousse cake um so we did that and it was like we had a good conversation and then when we were leaving he was just like oh yeah let me um call you an uber and then he was like oh no no so first he wanted to show that he would call me an uber then he was just like oh no you know what it's our first date i'm gonna drop you home so then it's like okay you have a car too in new york okay nice so then you know pull up it's a range rover of course because it was like a toy that he'd probably be like let me call you an uber that's fine <laughs> so anyway get in we had a good conversation on the way home and everything like very sweet and I was like, by the end of it, like once I got home, I was like, oh my God, he's perfect. He's like luxurious. He's rich. He has like a ro- like a Range Rover, a nice apartment. He like paid for the, you know, our little light snacks, or whatever. I was like, he's the one. Um, yeah, and that happened, but he was still very shady about his life. So like we didn't talk all the time after that. So then we were planning like, let's meet again. But he was never free during the day. He also, on top of his nice luxurious apartment was like, I have my own huge house. He didn't say huge, but he's like, I have a, he like implied it with the way he would describe it. And he's like, in New Jersey, you have like this backyard, blah, blah, blah. I have four German shepherds. He's like, I have a caretaker that I pay to like go over and take care of the dogs because I'm not always there, blah, blah, blah. And then I would never go to his New Jersey house. He never invited me. I would never even go anywhere with him. After that, it was just like, I'm so busy all the time. I can only see you like at my place or whatever and that's what we would do like i would come down to the neighborhood and that's it and he would pay for like my uber like and he would get uber suv like always just like very showy but then it was just like so shady like would hardly see each other i was just, like this is so weird so then i just like we ended it like we had a falling out i was just like you know what this is just like a weird life so then when i'm deleting his pictures in my phone for some miracle when you're deleting the pictures i like accidentally like push the photo and it's like you know when it it kind of scrolls up and it shows you like where the photo was taken i don't know if it still does that but apple it used to do that so it showed the address where the picture was taken and it was in new jersey it was his new jersey address so i was like oh my god let me just being me let me just google this and see like what the house looks like you know google street view let me see what the last price was on it you know just get those little details since we're not talking anymore anyway i put it into google and all these articles start popping up it was so weird and it was his last name but a different first name so i was like what the fuck like was he lying about his identity and blah blah blah. my friends thought that he had like a wife and kids in new jersey and that's why which made the most sense but this was even weirder like this was all these articles popping up and then i find out it was his father so his father owned all the stuff that he said that he owned And his father was also part of some huge scandal in the 90s with a politician. I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want like this podcast to just like, I don't want to get sued. Actually, no, whatever, fuck him because I need to start calling people out. Listen, there was a huge scandal in New Jersey with this politician who came out as gay. And in the 90s, like that was just like unheard of. He came out as gay, but he was married and left his wife and kids for his gay lover. His father, the guy I was dating, was that guy's gay lover. And he, this guy was on Oprah. This was crazy. Like everything he told me about his life, that he works for the Kushner family and he works for um, 
John Stryker, like the Stryker pharmaceutical company. It wasn't him, it was his father's clients. So this guy pretended that he did all this crazy shit, but he was just a fucking trust fund baby that played golf all day. And in my head, I was like, dude, you seem like a really nice guy. If you just told me, like, I don't have fucking work because my dad's a fucking multimillionaire and I fucking play golf all day, I'd be like, all right, that's cool. You're a nice guy, whatever. Trust fund, I'm all for it. We'll invest or whatever. But, you know, he wanted to make it seem like he's such a man. He has to work hard for his money because he was so fucking insecure. And the craziest part was, is that even when I confronted him, he was lying. He lied about a lot of shit even after. But I knew the truth because I like did some really deep digging because people don't know about like that about me. But I like dug deep. Like I found out everything. So like he tried to lie about shit and I'm like, dude. And then I called him out on that. And then it's just like he had to like play it off. And he realized he couldn't lie anymore. And it was just like, why do you keep lying? Like, dude, what the hell is wrong with like deep psychological issues? And yeah, that was my first New York City dating experience. So I will say I did. I don't obviously regret it. I'm never going to regret any of my dating experience. I just feel like it's funny. Like this is the first guy that I dated in New York. I'm like, okay, so this is this is where I'm coming into. Look, so this is the game. Like, now I know, like, I gotta be in the game. If I'm about to date in New York City and I have, like, a certain standard, like, I gotta, like, freaking get my hands dirty. Like, it's not some little lightweight shit. You know what I mean? Like, now I gotta, like, run this game. Like, that time I was a little bitch. I got walked all over. I'm fine because, like, I had so much anxiety from the situation. Like, how did somebody, like, make this whole life and manipulate me and shit? So I, like, started, like, aggressively working out. So I'll, like, thank him for that because I got in shape AF. Like, I don't have those chocolate uh, mousse cakes anymore. <laughs> I don't even crave them. But, yeah, and then also, like, I learned the game through him, too. You know what I mean? So And then I also got a higher appreciation for luxury because he showed me, like, this one luxurious side. So then now my... I don't know if I should thank him or I should feel like I'm even more fucked up because, after like, every time I meet a guy that's, like better than the last guy it's like i always have to get one that's like better than the one before so then i'm like at this point now where it's like i have these standards of like a guy that doesn't exist because he has to have like he has to be a billionaire that <laughs> just all this crazy but you'll see the guys i date like one after the other i'm going to obviously do it in a the proper sequence so you can see how fucked up i get from like the first because this guy's like his apartment was like luxurious but like i live in that building now long story but you know, he was paying like 32, like the apartment was like 3200 a month and like it's a Range Rover. You know, it wasn't like anything to be so wowed about. So it was just like, okay, you have like a decent life if anyone like has like a, you know, upper middle class, whatever. Not even upper middle class, but you know, anyone can really afford it. And obviously like I'm living in the same building now. So it's not like anything that's crazy, but like he showed me one side of it. So now that was my first experience stay tuned for the next one because now i'm starting to learn the game so you'll see how i played the dudes coming up like this one i got played good things came out of it but the next ones is when shit gets really crazy